What a great time to talk about being thankful. Yes. As we uh, see Thanksgiving uh, popping up here on Thursday and the rush to Christmas, though, every year I get on my soapbox, it seems like Thanksgiving is sometimes an afterthought. You know, we're rushing toward Christmas. I think we we really do need to rethink that and, and come to think of it. You know, as followers of Jesus, we need to remind ourselves how important having a heart of gratitude really is each and every day. Author and blogger, our good friend Kristen Couch, is back, and she scored another one, 10 out of 10, with her blog, uh, From Griping to Gratitude. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, it's wonderful to have you you back, and she blogs at thepalestinc.com, so that's the-palest-inc.com, just so you know. From griping to gratitude, I like the way you start this uh, Start this off, Kristen. I am sitting in the walk-in clinic, and my throat is on fire. You had me from the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us uh, what happened after that. You talk about this in your, uh, in your post here, but walk us through this. Yes, I'm sitting in the clinic, and I was just feeling beyond badly. Um, was there to see the doctor, and there was a long line, and so... I started daydreaming about um, a possible day where I didn't have deadlines and didn't have so much to do and wasn't looking at the clock and kind of lost in that. And a little uh, woman and her daughter tripped over my legs, which were extended. I was kind of leaning back, waiting for them to call me. And uh, I just go on from there. Uh, The woman was fairly impatient with her very sick daughter and Um, took her to the bathroom and left her in there and kind of was talking to me like, oh, can you believe this? My daughter's in there. I'm sorry. I'm standing so close to you and just kind of rolling her eyes. And so I sadly became quite judgmental of her um, doing the inward eye roll and um, just was kind of over her behavior. And then she came and sat down and she started scrolling through her phone and disregarding her daughter. And I was, to say it nicely, I was a little ticked. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then sure. the Holy Spirit um, intervened and I woke up and realized, okay, I was just, she's scrolling her phone and imagining a different life with a child that's not sick and doing her own thing. But what was I doing a few minutes before? I was daydreaming about what was not my reality as well. (laughs) I was daydreaming of better days instead of being grateful for what God has given me and what he's done. Mm. Mm -hmm. See, that's a wake-up call. What what I love about your writing, Kristen, first of all, I mean, it's just beautiful writing. But secondly, you know, it's so... It's observational. It's taking a look at God's activity in our average, ordinary, everyday lives, and then communicate, if we have eyes to see, communicating God's truth through the things that uh, we experience day by day. And I think this whole idea of, of griping and complaining um, is something that we, it's universal. I think we all deal with this. 
But he does bring moments into our lives where suddenly we have to reevaluate things and, and we're like, okay, well, well, you know, I really, you, Lord, you've given me so much because if we gripe and complain, I guess in essence what we're saying is what I have, Lord, from your hand is not good enough. And that is sobering, isn't it? You know, it really is. And I think to simplify it, every time we complain, it's really our heart is being put on display. And you can do it quietly and hiddenly between sometimes other people see it, sometimes they don't. But, you know, to me, I realized sitting there and that feeling so poorly that day, that gratitude is really a serious kind of joy. It's the result of a serious joy, knowing who God is, what he's doing. And if we're anchored in Christ, we understand he's dipped us, he's permitted us and dipped us into suffering for our good, for his glory, and to make us more like Jesus. So anytime I'm complaining about anything, I'm lacking serious joy in Christ. Then I think about the Israelites, that could be the most obvious place to go in God's Word when it comes to grumbling and complaining, (laughs) as they were, uh, you know, coming out of Egypt and and all of this. And, I mean, it's so real, that story. I mean, the Bible rings true, always, 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 because it is true. You've got the Israelites miraculously, emphasis on that word, delivered from Egypt— and the Red Sea parts and all of these miracles, and yet they forget about that. Within days, they're complaining against the God who has done so much for them. And they the want bi- meat. Yeah, you know, the, the meat thing where it's, uh, yeah, he gave them what they wanted, and then, uh, you know, they had leanness of soul, or basically they they got sick on all of that. So, and, and of course, you look throughout the Bible and the Psalms and, and stuff, looking back at this whole situation with them. And you see, it's kind of framed out as they were testing God, and he was not pleased with them. And, you know, and we tend to think, oh, my goodness, if we would have been a part of this crowd, we would be trusting God, we would not be complaining, and all of that. But we have to be careful and step back and say, okay, well, I can see how my own heart tends to to want to complain. So, this is something that's very serious, too, because we don't want to test the Lord. And when we look at that story, it's so very instructive. And, of course, it's very convicting for all of us. Well, when you think about it, too, even if you go back to the Garden of Eden, and you can think about Adam and Eve were actually walking literally with God, and it still wasn't good enough for them. They wanted something they didn't have. And this griping, it's just, for all of us, it's this posture of arms crossed, we're turning inward, not getting something we so desperately want. But gratitude is, to me, is so attractive, it's so warm, it's a delight, but also, it's just such a good place to be before God, just your relationship with you and Him, and just praising Him. It's amazing how it you open your hands and it's just a yes and amen, Lord, whatever you want to do. It's like what Mary said, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. May it be to me as you have said. And then, of course, Jesus, nevertheless, not my will, but yours, yours, Father. And so if we can mimic those kind of things with a heart of 
yes, Lord, it's not only healthy for our heart, but it doesn't it draw draw you in when people are full of gratitude, don't you just want to be with them? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely, for yeah. sure. It's an and, attractive you know, quality. Yeah. Yes, and Thanksgiving's coming, and some of us are introverts like myself, some are extroverts, but it's not about us, and we're not thanking just the air around us. We are thanking God for what he's done. And you start having that vision in your heart. And it's amazing how you long to serve other people. And we don't do it perfectly, of course, but it just changes the heart. It changes the atmosphere. And it's, I think it's stunning to see in other people. Mm -hmm. And so let's go back to the clinic. (laughs) You're shooting up, (laughs) (laughs) shooting up a prayer to God. Thank you for walk-in clinics. Thank you for Advil. Thank you for a bed to sleep in and warm, soft blankets. Thank you for the perfect weight of our grandson in my arms and his little boy laughter. Thank you for the most stunning fall I remember and for the leaves now dropping and crunching under my feet as I walk. Thank you for gifting us with stars and moon and sun and cold winds and fluffy snow, especially in Buffalo. Thank you for, (laughs) I added that part. Thank you for birds that sing and deer that graze. Thank you for the gift of a growing family. Thank you for nieces who correspond the old-fashioned way as I joyfully pluck letters from our mailbox. Thank you for Christ Jesus who is coming back soon. All of these things, and then you make the statement which sums everything up so beautifully. It's one of those little sentences that contains a very big truth. A grateful heart is always satisfied. I'm going to remember yeah. that. That's yes. good. A grateful heart is always satisfied. That is something that I would imagine, Kristen, we need to relearn that every day, don't we? We do. And it was my, my friend, my dear friend in college, her name was Kristen as well, actually. And we would meet every Thursday and full of wisdom. And I remember sitting there. And when she said that, this was what, 30 years ago, I remember thinking, my goodness, I will never forget this minute. And I've always, always remembered it. And to be honest, I've remembered it when I'm busy griping. And it's, typically turns my heart around and I apologize to the Lord, but it's so true. A grateful heart is always satisfied and a satisfied heart doesn't complain. Hmm. Kristen Couch, our guest, and not only does she blog at thepalestinc.com, but also she has a book out that is filled with a lot of her writing that she's done online. It's a wonderful book, and uh, I put a link to it, in fact, at Curtin K Mornings on the Facebook page. It began on Washington Street, and we've talked about that book, Kristen, uh, when you uh, visited us last. And, uh, yeah, it's just a really, really good book that will uplift your heart and point you toward Jesus. And you can kind of get a feel for where Kristen's coming from. It's it's really, really good stuff. So check it out, Curtin K Mornings on the Facebook page. Hey, Kristen, we wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. Likewise. Thank you for having me.